I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect. I'm Regina. And I'm Christine. So this is our first time recording a podcast like together in like in person, I mean, in like two years. What? Because I think the last time we did this was like when you came to visit New York. Yes. Yeah. So it's a year and a half. Yeah. So like a year and a half ago. Wow. It's so weird. Like staring at your face rather than your face on my screen. I know. And sometimes like it blinking out because the Wi-Fi sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just trying to guess what the other person is saying. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. <laughs> She'll just disappear. and I'm just talking to nobody. Yeah. But I hear her and I'm like, I get the gist. So when Christine and I greeted each other today, she was like, oh, guess what I did today? I was like, why aren't you opening your mouth? You know, I was closing my mouth. Oh, oh. Yo, yeah, like, but you weren't opening it. Like, yeah. when you were talking, you were talking. Oh, like, hi. Guess what? Guess what I did today? <laughs> what did you do here? I got my tooth extracted. <laughs> <laughs> I just went in for a regular teeth cleaning. And it's like one of those things as a kid, the thing that scares you the most is I don't want to get my teeth pulled. Yeah. <laughs> and then today I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get my teeth cleaning. It'll be fast. And then, lo and behold, they're like, okay, I was going to pull out your tooth. You came home and your with molar. one less tooth. Yeah, my molar. And as an adult, I just never, like, I'm just thinking, like, I'm going to die with these teeth. <laughs> right? Because, like, your teeth are supposed to fall out. I know. So even now, I'm building up all the saliva and there's probably blood and stuff. <laughs> You're, like, numb on one side. Yeah. I can't feel anything. She showed me the hole. It's very large hole. He's like, and pulled it out. Oh my god, that's but, like traumatizing. Yeah. So I mean, to give people context, it's not just because he's like, oh, just pull out your tooth for you fun. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when I pulled out my wisdom teeth, the bottom wisdom tooth was growing up against my molar. So when they removed it, my back molar didn't have the structure or support. Mm-hmm. So it started to get loose. And then in the past month, whenever I would bite on things, it started to hurt and I could wiggle it. It was just oh, so no. weird. It just I've actually had like dreams where my teeth are like loose. <gasps> yeah. And then I wake up, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And then I have to like check all of them because it really freaks me out. But I guess that was your reality. reality. I know. Now that you said that, I've often had dreams where my tooth would start crumbling and dissolving. Oh my God, that's terrifying. (laughs) So in this case, I literally looked at my tooth after he pulled it out and I was like, should I say goodbye? (laughs) It was just on the table so sad. And I was like, well, thank you for serving me all these years and um, bye. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So now you're on a soft food diet. (laughs) I am. I am with my milk tea. (laughs) Regina has brought me my comfort food. Yeah. Milk tea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, here's to a speedy recovery and new beginnings, new beginnings and that none of your other teeth have to be pulled out. (laughs) Oh, I guess it's just part of being an adult, right? So I guess, I don't know, getting your teeth pulled is part of being an adult. I don't know. Is that <laughs> adulting? You know, it's adulting. That's what I'm realizing because I'm like, right before I went to the dentist, I was listening to Oprah and Eckhart Tolle. Mm-hmm. And then they're just talking about resistance to what is only <laughs> <laughs> only brings you frustration and resentment. Yes. So I thought about that as I was clinging on to your tooth. <laughs> Seriously, as he was inserting the huge ass needle oh. to numb my mouth. 
I was like, I will not resist this. <laughs> I will accept it. What am I going to do? The yeah. teeth is loose now. Now it's gone. I can mourn for it, but I can't. Oh my gone. gosh. Well, so welcome to being 35. <laughs> is that what it's like? One less tooth. Okay. On that note, <laughs> what the heck are we talking about today? <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about online dating versus a long-term relationship. Ooh, is it still considered online dating if it's app dating? Yeah. What are you we young, young kids? kids. <laughs> <laughs> we youngins today. I think we still call it online dating. Okay. So yeah, we're going to talk about our experiences with online dating and just relationships in general. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited because Regina has been talking about this even before we came up with the episode. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's like, oh, these are the do's and don'ts from like when I'm online dating. And I'm like, what? Like some of the things just, I can't wait to record this and hear all the things that nowadays you guys are like, no, that's totally a red flag. (laughs) I mean, I haven't dated for the past seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've dated one person. One person. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like walk Christine through like the apps, like what are the differences, you know, like what dates are like, I guess. Mm-hmm. What's when, modern dating like yeah. versus when I was young? Yeah. Decades ago. Decades. Years. With, years ago with, with one extra, extra two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's dive into it. Shall we start with the apps? Yes. Tell me what are you on? Okay, so currently I'm using Hinge. We'll go back a little bit. So like Tinder started becoming a thing uh, when I was in grad school. I wasn't really on it. Then I got curious and I downloaded it, but I never met anyone on it. I was just kind of like, this is still kind of weird. So that, and then I moved to New York afterwards where everybody would, and their mothers were apparently online dating. Um, And then everybody was using an app called Coffee Meets Bagel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so then I used Coffee Meets Bagel and like Coffee Meets Bagel, the app is basically you fill in your profile and then you do, I think it's like a, I am and then you list yourself in three words and like I'm looking for and like three words and I appreciate it if my date does or is and then like three words oh so it's pretty minimal yeah it's pretty minimal and then you like put as many pictures as you want Mm. um and then they will like match you with their algorithm I guess Mm. when I first started using it it was like you get one bagel a day but I think people got really bored of that so then I think after a few years of like kind of working around it they started giving you like five to six bagels that have already liked you Mm. or majority have already liked you some of them are neutral like they haven't liked you they may not have seen you yet Mm. and then they also have like a discover page where you can like look and like every time you log into the app like on a daily basis they give you these like coffee beans (laughs) and then you can use those coffee beans to like like people on your discover page if they don't come up on your like normal feed if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then it's supposed to be more like curated. And like what I heard was that people on Coffee Meets Bagel take it like more seriously. Mm. There are actually a lot of success stories off of Coffee Meets Bagel. Mm. So then that's what I used for the majority of my time there. And then Hinge also became a thing, which was like an app that they connected you through like Facebook friends. I don't know if they still do that, but I think that that's how they started. There's OkCupid, which Mm -hmm. is like an extensive profile. Like, oh, it's like an essay. There are like tons of questions that you can answer and stuff like that. I haven't used OkCupid in a really long time. I went on one date on OkCupid and I was like slightly traumatized. Wow. Why? Because, well, okay. So I had been talking to this guy for like 
three weeks, we hit it off pretty well. Like we were talking pretty much every day. And then when we met up, I guess like he felt like we knew each other really well. Mm. And it was really cute. Cause like it was our first day and he like planned all these like really cute activities that I had said I liked. Like he was like, Oh, we can like walk on the high line. And like, I found this coffee shop that I think you would really like. It was like really, really cute. But because he felt like he really knew me, he started telling me like everything. Mm. about his like college experience and like how he was like kind of like an outsider and he didn't have that many friends and so he joined this like religious club that ended up being kind of like cultish and then like he got really depressed from it Mm. and then like he dropped out of school and then now he's like living at home and he's still dealing with depression and like all that and I was just like oh my god (laughs) I just I just met you this was your witch date First date. First date. First date. I had like just met him for the first time and I was just kind of like, oh my God, this is. He felt the connection. He did. I think that I was just like very like. Overwhelmed. Yeah, Yeah, extremely so. And so there was not a second date, Mm -hmm. but I think that it was just like on OkCupid, like the people there do take dating very seriously, but I think that the people there are, in my opinion, a little more like eclectic. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think those are all the apps that I've used. So OkCupid okay is an app now. OkCupid okay is an app. I you see. knew it was a website before, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're only on Hinge now. I'm only on Hinge now. I got a little bored of Coffee Meets Bagel. Did you but feel I'm, like California versus New York, there were better options or different types of guys? They're just very different type of guys. Like in New York, I felt like the guys were very finance, bro I personally am like more attracted to Asian guys, but like Asian guys out on the East Coast are like a different breed. Mm, like what? I, it's like really hard to describe. I definitely do think that the vibe out in New York, everybody is more of a hustler. I do feel like the guys on the West Coast are kind of more chill and like laid back, which there's nothing wrong with. The guys on the East Coast, their upbringing is much different because I think that on the East Coast, a lot of Asians like kind of grow up in like white suburbs. Mm. So like they're not as immersed in the Asian culture the way that we were Mm -hmm. in like 626. Mm -hmm. We would talk about things like culturally that they just like have no idea. Yeah. Just went over their heads. Yeah. And like in a way like all a lot of them have also become like quite whitewashed Mm. or they're like straight immigrants from China. Like they themselves are the immigrants and not like not only their parents, but they are themselves as well. So I feel like that was also something that was different. In terms of attraction. Yeah. Were you more attracted to East Coast or West Coast guys? Well, because so to be perfectly honest, I haven't gone on any dates with anyone on the West Coast yet. Mm. So like it's kind of hard to compare. On the East Coast, I was like really attracted to like their drive and their hustle. Mm. But then it was also like there were a lot of, I don't know, fundamentally kind of like more basic things that I felt like we didn't click as well with personality wise Mm -hmm. that I do have the tendency to click better with guys on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just some of the foundational things that don't really have to be said or explained. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let's go back to online dating. Yes. So now that you've been on Tinder and Coffee Meets Bagel and Hinge and once on OkCupid, (laughs) let's start with your profile. 
What do you like to highlight? What do you like for your profile pictures? What do you like to post? And does personality matter for you? Like you're able to really express yourself through the profile or Mm -hmm. you're just really looking at photos for you? So on Hinge, you choose like three questions off of their like templates Mm -hmm. to answer as part of your profile. You get questions like, oh, my best travel story or like, I like X. And then like you can fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. So I like people who are like a little more creative with their profiles. So like, I obviously look at the picture first because that's the first thing that comes up. But the second thing is like, I like to read what questions they choose to answer and like how they choose to answer Mm. it. Because some people are like really funny about the way they answer things. And other people are just like, I want someone who's driven and thoughtful and all of these things, which is great. You know, I have like no problem with that. Like those are qualities that I'm looking for as well. But like, why so serious? Mm. (laughs) You know, like I like profiles that are more fun, Mm -hmm. who show a little more personality. I think one of my questions that I answered was like, what determines like a good first date? And I said, endless conversation and same taste in TV shows. A lot of guys will like respond to that by saying like, oh, what TV shows are you into? Mm. So I feel like it gives like something to talk about. Yeah. There's like one guy whose profile was just like, I want girlfriend. <laughs> and then like, it was like a bunch of questions and it was all his answers was just girlfriend. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Screw this bullshit. Yeah, let's get straight to the point. <laughs> I guess this is a good time for you to like kind of take a look at yeah. the profile. So this is the app. <laughs> wow okay yeah. i already see a person yes you see, see a, a person man. so this is man. this is the main feed where like every day they'll show you like your most compatible uh-huh i don't really know what they use to determine like your most compatible but i'm, sorry, I'm think- laughing because that guy's profile picture like yeah <laughs> he looks scared his expression is like caught off guard in that photo yeah so most compatible i think that what they said was like this is like according to their algorithm they matched this to the best of their abilities or whatever and like people who go on dates with their like most compatible are more likely to have another date Hmm. so here you can uh i haven't looked at this you can take a look at his profile and like read his like We'll keep names and stuff like that out of this, but it'll give you, you know, obviously like age, location, occupation, all of that. And then like the the questions that he's answered. Oh, I'm just absorbing it. It kind of looks like a BuzzFeed article in a way. (laughs) It highlights whatever question they're answering in a very like clickbaity, like the highlight (laughs) of my day is usually blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and then there's a photo. Wow. This guy is very versatile. Okay, He looks different in every photo. (laughs) It's a catfish. So tell me, is this someone that you would, what do you do? If you like, do you swipe? Do you click? Do you, yeah, you, do you message? So on Hinge, you can like like each thing. Like you can like a quote, you can like a photo. So this guy's an engineer. He gave a really interesting fact about whales. <laughs> He's all right. His first picture is a little strange, but mm-hmm. other than that, what do you think? If you had to make the decision for me, I'll let you decide. Oh, he, okay. There's one photo that he's smiling. Okay. I was like, he looked just so tortured in every single photo. It kind of looks like someone forced him <laughs> to make a profile. And he's like, like every photo is like, God, I hate you. Why but are like, you I feel me? like these photos are probably photos that he, like I use photos for my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. Does he just look like a tortured soul? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. Is this what he looks like all the time? Doesn't look like he's enjoying life that much. Do you but enjoy then? his uh, fact about whales? Enough to like his profile? So I'm someone that I really love sarcasm and humor. Mm. So straight facts is cool. That's cool. 
But I think I wouldn't be clicking like uh, right. right away. I think this would be on my like, maybe, maybe. Let me, let me, let right. me see what else. So you can X out of him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. is he just going to disappear then? He's going to disappear. Boy. You should make that choice. No, 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 no. I'm giving you the reins. All right. Bye, whale man. Oh, okay. Now this is a non-Asian. Oh, a non-Asian. I've gone on dates with non-Asians before. Oh, yeah. And, um, they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's pretty funny. He's listing his pet peeves and cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> is that his biggest pet peeve? Like his main peeve? Uh, no. I mean, there's other things. Oh, he doesn't tell you what he does. He mm. says, work depends who asks. Oh, you can put videos on here. Yeah. Wow, he's on a helicopter. Oh my God, Regina, that could be you. <laughs> That could be me going on. It's like a bachelor-esque date. Why do guys like to put such tortured faces as they don't? Because they don't smile. Is it because they don't want to make it seem like they're taking themselves that seriously? Or they're like too cool. Wow, he has like aggressive brows. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is like a meme that goes around where like girls are always like, guys, can you please take better selfies so that I don't have to show my friend this photo of you from like... (laughs) three years ago and it's like a mirror selfie (laughs) but would you rather it be a more accurate photo of what he actually looks like versus a really really nice photo and you see him in person you're like that's what you look like yeah i do i think that's like one of my biggest fears actually going on like a first date and that's like that's called being catfished right yeah is that what it is i guess so well catfish is usually like they just use someone else's photos completely okay so then what is it when they kind of misrepresent themselves i don't know there's no no term oh really Oh, maybe okay. we should come up with a term for that. Oh. Like uh, tadpoling. <laughs> <laughs> you should do something with whales to honor yeah. that. <laughs> Whaling. Whaling. I do prefer to have guys, like, obviously look like their profile. Mm-hmm. I definitely will say that, like, a lot of guys lie about their height. Oh. Yeah. So, like, I remember there's one guy. I went on a date with him. I think he said he was 5'10". He was definitely, like, 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, like, I, mm-hmm. he uh, was not very much taller than me. Mm-hmm. And then my biggest fear about going on an online date is that like I don't recognize the person I remember in New York like especially if I was going to meet up with a guy at a bar and like the bar's like packed I always have to like pull up his profile picture again just to (laughs) like walking up to me yeah it's like is Is this this you (laughs) whale man (laughs) you know like the airport sign yeah (laughs) whale man Maybe go through with me, what are your red flags? Some guys come off so cocky. Mm. And, like, they're like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, when I went on vacation (laughs) in Italy and, like, you know, I had dinner with the Pope. And, like, I'm just like, okay. You're (laughs) just using this as, like, a platform to brag. They're basically peacocking. Yeah. They're fanning out their beautiful feathers. Yeah. This one's for the Pope. Yeah. This one's for Italy. (laughs) This, is, this could be you. This you, could be your life. You, you could be traveling with yeah. me. <laughs> Next. Next. I think photos matter a lot. Maybe we start with what are the things that are definite no's? No, what are the things that are definite yeses? That oh, you'll definite be like, yeses. Yes. This guy, I like. Let's talk. Oh. I don't know if there's ever been like a moment where I was like, oh my God, haha. I need to like this person. It's usually like I read through the quotes and I try to get a feel of what their personality is like. And if they seem like fun and laid back. And I feel like you can tell a lot in their photos too. Mm. A guy who just has five photos of him at a rave. I'm like, I can pretty much get an idea of like what you're You're about. about. Find that you like that stuff. Like, I just know that that's not really like 
for you. Yeah. Even though like I've been to raves in the past, but Mm -hmm. it's just not something that I like fill my life with. I think that travel photos really entice me, especially since like I love to travel. I feel like that kind of sparks like, oh, cool. Like he could be like a good travel partner or family photos with children. Yeah. So family photos, I feel like I'm like mixed about. I don't know. I feel like group photos in general, I'm like quite mixed about Mm. because I keep my profile just photos of me. I'm not dragging anyone else into this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm. Like some people like will post straight up group photos and then I'm like, which one are are you? you? Or like some guys will like post a group photo and then like put smiley faces on everyone else. What's the point of that then? I don't... Just to show that he has friends? Or maybe that like he thinks that's a good picture of him. Oh. Guys also just really need to up their photography game in general. Mm. I feel like there's too many awkward half-face angled selfies. maybe Instagram girlfriends should be a thing versus just Instagram boyfriends. Yeah, but then if he had an Instagram girlfriend, then he wouldn't be on the app. Or at least I hope he wouldn't be on the app. That is true. Oh, one time I straight up like matched with this guy and I was like, oh wow, he's like really good looking. He had a good job. And his like opening line to me was, hey, I'm married but are you okay with that what yeah this is this is in new york this is in new york oh my yeah god. oh my god i completely forgot about that does his wife know i think that they were like in an open relationship wow yeah wow it all sorts of people wild yeah so then you like variety of photos and obviously being able to get a sense of their personality humor and interests yeah what are some things that are absolutely no's for you um, I'm very excited to get into this. The fish photo? Yeah, she literally texted me and she was like, Christine, <laughs> I literally cannot date anyone with a fish photo in there. And I literally thought it was just, in my head, it was like a guy holding like a fish in a fishbowl. Oh. And then she sent me a photo of no. holding this huge ass fish. <laughs> and she's like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, do you see me dating this guy? I'm like, uh... No, from what you're <laughs> suggesting, but why not? This shows that this guy's capable. He can feed you. If we're ever stuck in the wilderness. Yeah. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be like spending that much time in the wilderness. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you guys are flying somewhere to like Bali and fl- the plane. And he just grabs one out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> then you can eat and you're like, yes, my man is providing for me. The reason why I always use like the fish photo as an example is yeah. just because like on the East Coast, it was these like really like rugged guys and like the high-waisted pans just really proud of their fish and I'm just like I don't think I would blend in well with you and your friends (laughs) and so like I felt like that was a recurring theme is it fishing being really passionate about fishing maybe I don't know I just like that lifestyle is it almost the same as your example of the guy that you know has five photos of him raving yeah kind of of really intense yeah like just really intense but I just don't feel like those are my people Some guys, like, all their photos are of them of, like, free climbing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. No. 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 Like, here you are being an ambassador of a skincare. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, hey, guys, 30% off skincare. And he's like, like, clinging on, like, with two fingers hanging off of a mountain. I'm just like, oh, my. And the opposites attract. 
Perhaps, yeah. perhaps. I mean, those people also need nice skincare products. They do, yeah. especially for their callousy fingers. Yeah, exactly. And perhaps slimy fingers for holding the fish. Yeah, and like you know, skincare sunblock when you're outside fishing. Maybe yeah. that's your demo. That is maybe that, that is people that need it the most. I've been targeting the wrong demo this entire time. It's I, men who fish and rock climb. Yeah. Okay. So then, guys with fish photos. Yeah. No. What that's, else? Guys who put like their national flag in their profiles as like nothing else, just the flag. On like Coffee Meets Bagel, people will sometimes put like emojis under like I am. Uh huh. And then like sometimes they'll just put a flag. And sometimes I don't know where that flag is from. (laughs) So doesn't that say more about you than that person? (laughs) Well, it just feels like the pride thing. I get that you're very prideful of your culture. I am too. But like to have that be like your I am flag. (laughs) You know, it just feels very like, okay, well then like, is there anything else to you? And I also feel like only specific kinds of guys would do that where they're like kind of cocky enough to be like, oh, well, I'm of this race. Mm. And it kind of feels like a power thing Mm. where they're like, oh, I'm of this like superior race interesting yeah Mm. it just like doesn't sit well with me Mm -hmm. I mean like I think it's fine if it's like part of like a longer description but like I do know that with some guys specifically like Asian guys like Uh they'll put that in their profile because they want to find other girls who are of that as well oh I see okay with context that kind of makes sense as to why that's a turn off yeah now that you've done online dating for a while do you like it do you feel like you get to have a better pool? Pool. Yeah. yeah. Of people that you actually without it, you wouldn't. Yeah. Right? I do like it and I don't. In the beginning, it was genuinely people like want to just like meet people mm-hmm. versus now. The vibe that I got in New York was like people just like to have options. And mm-hmm. it kind of feels that way in LA too, where like I'll just match with people and then no conversation comes from it. Mm-hmm. I do think that it has like allowed me to meet a lot of people and get out of my own comfort zone of being like, oh, these are my five friends and that, you know, that's it. Like, I do think that it allowed me to meet a lot of different people. But I think the thing that I don't really like about it is it still does feel very casual. I want to look for something a little more serious. So mm-hmm. maybe that's also a matter of me trying to put in more of an effort instead of like casually just swiping the way that I do. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like a lot of the times guys just kind of like to match and like go out with girls and then that's it. We're so excited to be partnering up with FabFitFun to talk about their summer editor's box. FabFitFun is a customizable women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size beauty, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep each season. Each box is valued at over $200, but you get it all for $49.99. That's such a good deal. I've always heard so many great things about FabFitFun. I love that you can choose your own products so that each box is custom curated by you for you. This makes me so excited to get my own box. It's the perfect way to treat yourself or your best friends and save money on these amazing full-size products. And we have a special code just for you guys, our Perfectly Imperfect family. So be sure to use the code PERFECTLY for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. 
The best part is they include really great brands that I already love, like Living Proof, West Elm, Kula, Tarte, Murad. Once we get our boxes, we'll be sure to share them on Instagram at perfectly.imperfect.podcast. And be sure to tag us in your photos when you guys get your boxes. We'd love to see what you guys choose. It'll be like doing mini hauls for each other. These boxes are going fast, so don't forget to use the promo code PERFECTLY for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. Check out the description box for all the details. This also kind of transitions well into like ghosting Mm -hmm. where I've been ghosted by a guy before Mm -hmm. and like I actually quite liked him. So I was like pretty bummed Mm -hmm. when that happened to me. Mm -hmm. But it also is that's just kind of the world of online dating where you like start up these conversations and then they just die. They just disappear. They just disappear. Explanation. Yeah. With no explanation, whether it's on my end or their Mm -hmm. end. And and like I think in the beginning when I first started online dating and I was a lot younger, like I think I took great (laughs) offense to that. Mm -hmm. Where I was like, oh my God, he doesn't want to talk to me anymore and stuff like that. But I think as I got older, I also realized, you know, everybody's living their own life. Not everyone puts, you know, online dating as a priority and that's fine. Mm -hmm. The whole concept of ghosting, I think that it depends on like the level of which like the relationship has progressed. Mm -hmm. Like if you've never met and you just talked on the app and one of you guys stops talking, like I'm not butthurt over that. Mm -hmm. If I've gone on a few dates with you and then you stop talking to me, then like that sucks Mm, right and I do think that that happens quite often thankfully I've only had it happen once Mm -hmm. but I will say like on my end I have stopped talking to guys before Mm -hmm. and it's usually it's like the interest isn't there if we've gone on a couple dates I will try to kind of be the hey I'm not really looking for anything right now or I mean you know the nice way to say like it's just not you (laughs) yeah but then I think some of the guys they're like persistent about it Uh... and they like try to come back then that's when you're like, okay, I'm going to ghost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Like, I think that some guys feel really entitled for you to be like, oh, well, like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I think one of my conversations on like Hinge a while back, we just started talking and then I literally forgot about the app because I was really busy. Mm -hmm. And then he like kept sending me messages like, hey, hello. Hey, where'd you go? Like all these question marks. uh And I was just like, oh my God please chill. Yeah. Those are just like the things that you have to deal with with online dating. Like it's great. You meet a bunch of people, but then it's bad because you meet a bunch, a bunch of people. There's pros and cons. (laughs) There's pros and cons to it. And like, you know, there's a lot of success stories with online dating. Mm -hmm. I think that it's an interesting time. Like there are a lot of marriages that are coming out of online dating now. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I do believe in it, but I do think that it requires a lot of time and patience Patience is key. Patience Mm -hmm. is is very key. I think that's dating in general. Yeah. Right? I mean, even though now we're more connected than ever Mm -hmm. and you have the pool is bigger, Mm -hmm. but it kind of also sounds like just dating in general. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess with technology, you can quote unquote ghost and not physically have to ever run into that person ever again or just like swipe left, swipe right versus in-person rejection and all that. It does kind of sound like after a while, because you have so many options, mm-hmm. it sounds like you become a little bit desensitized to this is actually a person, you know, yeah. it's like a profile. Completely. It's a profile. I'm reading no. some words that yes. you put on. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't have any connection to you. And next. Yeah. You know? 
but then it's like on the other side, that's an actual human being. Yeah. So if this were to happen in real life Mm -hmm. and this person were telling you this in person, Mm -hmm. like the three quotes that they wanted to tell you Mm -hmm. and you're like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You just like stare at them and walk away. away. (laughs) Next, please. I mean, I'm sure that happens at clubs too. Yeah. But yeah. Guys like trying to whisper his favorite quote in your ear. No, whispering. No, please. Yeah. It's a little bit different. You it know, is so a sense of detachment to it. Yeah. Maybe that's just what technology and that's what we're saying, right? With like Facebook and social mm-hmm. media and stuff, the more that we're connected, actually more that we're disconnected, mm-hmm. feel even more lonely. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it also, maybe you can answer this where mm-hmm. now I'm so connected with so many different possibilities mm-hmm. that you feel more lonely than ever. In a way, yes. Because then it also kind of feels like, oh my God, there are so many options and I still haven't been able to meet someone. Mm -hmm. The thing with apps is, yeah, like you just get so desensitized from the concept of dating in general. It kind of becomes a turnoff. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I don't even want to check my app because I'm like, oh my God, I'm just going to be swiping through profiles and that's like meaningless to me. And like, I want to have that connection with someone. Like I want to have deeper conversations with them, get to know their likes, dislikes, and all that, hear about their stories. But when you're just limited to like three quotes and nobody is really like engaged in the conversation, then you're just kind of like over it. You right. have, And because you can view so many different profiles, essentially some of them start looking the same, sounding mm-hmm. the same, oh, yeah. you know, and then you're putting assumptions based off of like, oh, well, you know, yet another guy with a fish photo. Yeah. You, know, it's, you yeah. just start putting people into buckets. Yeah. And then from there, you pretty much have to assume their personality based off of like profile, job, age, photos. I mean, there is something to be said about in-person interactions Mm -hmm. and getting to, I mean, reading it is one thing, but having that person say it to you. Yeah. Maybe that guy will whale fact. He said it to me in a really like, hey, you know that whales make sounds. You know, I don't know. Okay. If you said it like that, I would probably run away. (laughs) (laughs) The delivery is everything, right? Yeah. It's totally different when you actually meet the person. Mm. It feels real. Real. <laughs> you can have a better judge of like that connection. And mm-hmm. I do think that when you meet someone in person, obviously with online dating, meet in a public place, be safe. make sure there's yeah. people around, you know, be safe. For me, at least, I've always noticed that it's really easy for me to feel the vibe within the first, I'd say, like half an hour. Mm-hmm. Of like how well the day is going to go. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think the more that you know yourself, the more that that connection is yeah. pretty straightforward. To you. Yeah, exactly. So I know that we didn't really get into yeah, I was my part of, but you know, I have a whole episode of that on XOXO Christine and Jack's actually a guest on it. But yeah, in terms of long-term relationships, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, it was just, yeah. We'll do another episode on that because then I'll interview and ask you about questions that like I have. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. online dating is something, especially modern dating is something I don't have a lot of experience with or mm-hmm. any experience. The only online dating I've ever did was Match.com mm. and that was when I was 25. So it was like 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I paid for that. Oh, wow. And that was something that I literally in my head was like, oh my God, am I going to be one of those desperate people that's paying for online dating? Yeah. Because at that time, 10 years ago, it was really weird to do that. There's a stigma Mm -hmm, with that. For sure. And it wasn't like I, not that I had to be like older in order for me to go for online dating, but I was 25 and it wasn't like I wasn't meeting people. I actually was in the industry already thinking Mm -hmm. I would meet someone that I would actually get along with really well because I thought I would be with an artist. Mm. And... (laughs) 
the more I was in the industry, the more turned off I was by all the egos. Amen. Right? <laughs> right? You're just like, oh, uh. So to me, it just got to a point where I was like, you know what? After being single for six years and all that, like, I want to make more of an effort. Mm. And I'm not someone that goes out to clubs or goes out mm-hmm. on meetups. So online dating, I did. Did you ever actually meet up with anyone? No. You only talked to them. I remember you told me about, like, one guy. Yeah. That you, like, kind of talked to. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was that person that... Started the conversation to- and left. <laughs> no, no. I would talk to these guys for, like, months. I would not... Months? Yeah, I would not go on any first dates. Oh, I was wow. very like not about that. Like I wanted to establish mm. that rapport and like chemistry. Like a you've got mail yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy I told you about, he's yeah. the only guy that got to phone. Oh, yeah. Wow. How long, how many months did it take you to get to the phone? I would say like three to five months or something. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I first like you with online dating, you're like, whoa, all these possible people, and then like it's like a roster (laughs) it is and for match.com at the time you can write paragraphs of stuff so what about match.com was worth paying the money for well i think the other one i forgot the other one e-harmony e-harmony right and i don't know the old guy in the commercial system he's like (laughs) oh i don't i don't want to date your son that seemed like too serious Mm -hmm. that was like are you going to find your wife tomorrow, you know? And then OkCupid okay was a website then. Mm. But that to me was at the time was like a Tinder. It was like mm. hookup central. Mm. So I think Match.com was kind of in the middle. Mm. And they had like a special. <laughs> <laughs> that really, it was like the special that made me feel like, fine, I'll try it for like mm-hmm. three to six months or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never met anyone <laughs> in person through Match.com. And then it just so happened that I met Jack towards the tail end of that. Yeah. It was what it, funny because when I first heard about Jack, I thought you had met him through Match.com. <laughs> yeah, because I was around the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think what Match.com did for me or for online dating was help shift the mentality for mm. me to take dating a little bit more seriously and into my own hands. Mm-hmm. Versus I think sometimes as women, I mean, it's still very true in that you're waiting to be asked. You're mm-hmm. waiting to be hit on. Mm-hmm. I think for online dating, at least maybe through the veil of being on the internet mm-hmm. is not as intimidating as going, going to, to a guy, guy in yeah. person. So I do really, really respect men and having to always put themselves out there mm-hmm. and possibly getting rejected. Mm-hmm. But I think with online dating, at least for me, it kind of put me out. Like I would message guys, mm-hmm. you know, I'd really look at the profile, really read it and then like mm-hmm. try to talk to them and stuff too. It made me open up to seeing different people with different possibilities. Like mm-hmm. before it was just purely Asian, mm-hmm. but then, you know, going on online, you're seeing all these different races, um, professions and all these things. And they're just as witty. They're just as funny. They're Mm -hmm. just, you know, so to me, it really opened up that door to like, oh, you know, I was pretty narrow before, but then Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, and learning to hold a conversation with just a guy, you know, doesn't have to be super romantic, but Mm -hmm. at least how do you get to know a guy in Mm -hmm. that way? Mm -hmm. Because yeah, yeah. because at a club, you don't really get that environment to get to do so. I enjoyed that, but that's probably why I spent so much time talking to them. I really enjoy. Like, and I just imagine you like sitting at your computer, like typing away. <laughs> Super creepy woman. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I never want to meet this person. Yeah. You know, I'm going to talk to them for three months. <laughs> and look at me now. I'm a life coach. This is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But thank you so much for sharing on your experience with online dating and kind of educating this 35 one less tooth woman. <laughs> Like, what are you youngins up to and what are the do's and don'ts of dating? Yeah, of course. I hope that it gives you an insight into what the dating it, it sounds, world it is It sounds like. 
harder. If I was dating now, I probably would never meet anyone else. <laughs> Thank you for the encouragement. <laughs> no, that, that's me. But like my best friend, when she was on match yeah. at the same time as me, she went on so many first dates. Yeah. And now she's, her husband is from match. match. Yeah. yeah. I definitely have friends who just like, line up like three, four dates a week. Yeah. And that is exhausting for me. It does sound really <laughs> it's fun. Like, but it also sounds really fun. It, it does fun. sound really fun because then, especially like in a city like New York where everything's close, it doesn't feel like as big of a commitment. You could just like go to a bar a couple blocks away or and stuff like that. But I do remember I have a friend in LA who was like, oh, she lives in West Hollywood and she matched with a guy in Huntington Beach. Oh. And they're like, where should we meet? Like that, <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of effort. You have a lot of the same conversations. Oh, how many siblings do you have? Oh, where do you work? Mm-hmm. How do you like it? Da, da, da. Which is like, you know, training. Or it could also be just thought of like, hey, I'm just meeting somebody new. It doesn't yeah. have to be like my forever or the Definitely. one or whatever, but it's just, you're meeting somebody new on this planet that you would have probably not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you can definitely get like numb very easily to Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. But I do think that it works. I really do believe that, you know, it can kind of serendipitously match you to people who you wouldn't have met otherwise that you get along with really well, who have similar interests. And I think it's really, truly just comes down to like what you make of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're really into this and you're like, I'm going to find my person, you will find that on there. But I think that if you're just kind of uh, casually like, oh, I don't really like this, but I'm going to be on it. Then that's kind of just how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like in dating in general, it's just patience mm-hmm. and keeping an open mind. Like you never know the person that, you know, you're filling in the assumptions with like, oh, this fish guy, this fish Mm -hmm. man, you know, (laughs) or like the way that he said this is weird and all that. I mean, there's also a balance of trusting your instinct. However, it's, you never know. People Mm -hmm. can really surprise you in a really pleasant way. And I think that the thing to keep in mind about online dating is that like, in a way, like obviously take it seriously in if that's what you want to find someone, but also like, don't take it so seriously if someone like, stops talking to you or, you know, ghosts you or things don't work out. Like, I think that that's just kind of life. And most of the time it really isn't you. Most of the time it has to do with that person. I remember there are a couple guys that I stopped talking to and it was just because I was way too into my head about things. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. And it didn't have anything to do with him. It was just me getting in my own head. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely something to keep in mind, especially since online dating does have the tendency to keep things very fast paced. That's yeah. true. And a lot of assumptions are made where you're like, oh my God, is it because he's like talking to five billion other girls? Mm-hmm, or is it because mm-hmm. I said that one thing? Should I message him right now? Yeah. Should I message him again? That's just a downward spiral. <laughs> yeah. Don't go down it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it is because uh, everything's so accessible now mm-hmm. versus before, let's say even email, you're waiting for him to email you back. Yeah. You know, you're waiting for him to write you back. But now it's like text messaging and mm-hmm. you can message him on like three different places slide yeah. into like five different dms yeah. you know so you're also like there's no hiding from me yeah <laughs> stalking on all yeah. platforms i see you i see you having fun at coachella <laughs> it's even worse now because like on facebook and instagram it tells like how many minutes ago they were active oh, it's just God. why did they do it's that? a downward spiral don't get into it <laughs> i think that's the worst when they're like seen like yeah Instagram, I'm just like even with my friends I'm like I don't want them to see that I've seen it Maybe yeah I don't want to respond right now yeah <laughs> all right well thank you so much for sharing about your romance oh yeah uh, please keep us updated it's thrilling I know share spill the tea spill the tea yeah all the tea is being sipped right now <laughs> through my one less tooth, tooth. mouth <laughs> toothless mouth toothless mouth <laughs>
Oh, uh, just put that image in your head. Fish boy, whale man, and Christine with her <laughs> with one a hole, less a crater yeah. in her mouth. <laughs> Uh, okay, on that note, <laughs> thanks for joining us for another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. We would love it if you guys could please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes to ensure that you get all of our episodes onto your phone every week. And if you're ever curious to know what we're up to during the week, we'll link all of our social handles in the description box below. And we will talk to you next time. Bye! Bye.